They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. All right, welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey! hey. Bamcast hey. Variety Hour. Yeah. Ow! Episode 15? 15. <laughs> you never keep track. You should get a post-it note and just put it on your computer there. That says, I'll, just, I'll just make uh, tick marks, you know. Like, yeah, you know, I was going like, to say, make like, your tick marks prison, on the basically, wall. So, I mean, it, it fits. <laughs> yes, because we're still coming to you from the quarantine bubble as everything is. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yes, we're, we're not doing what we normally do, but... The, the randomness that we are doing is being presented to you by Harlow and Mackie and Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us. Yeah. Just a randomness. Uh, you know, we're not doing our normal show, but we want to it's give just... you content and tell you what we've been watching. Sometimes playing. Sometimes you get full episodes of no quarters. Crazy stuff happens. We don't know. You never know. Yeah. 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 But it's... we, uh, we did, uh, give a soft assignment of a homework movie again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was kind of like it wasn't like a new hotness. It was like something we'd all seen, but we yeah, were harkening. We were in Arnold mode thanks to BJ. So. Yeah. Well, he was talking. Yeah, he was talking about Total Recall, and did he? Yeah, he did actually just watch this too, didn't he? So he would have been like <laughs> he, within the last few weeks. Crap. Yeah. So yeah. we we decided good as time as any to watch Commando again. So yeah, uh, dude, two thirds of us have. <laughs> I mean, Chuck has seen it, but just not recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And it's it had been a good. Honestly, I think it might have been 30 years since I've seen Commando. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not that long. Because I'm sure the last time I saw it was VHS. Oh, no. I've I've definitely seen it in the DVD Blu-ray era since. You know, I'm just... It's it's weird because for some reason, that's not one that, like, comes up in my Arnold rotation. It's Mm -hmm. going to now, I think. Yeah, I mean, I have a very serious question. Okay. Is this the most Banff cast movie ever? It's... It's kind of like the most action movie thing ever. Like, I don't think it's the best action movie, even in the best Arnold movie, because I still think that's Predator. But yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about this one having more than just jungle as a location. Like, you know, this is mm-hmm. globe trotting. like, oh, now we're in this place and it's probably going to blow up. And now we're in this place and it may blow up, too. You know, so it's that level of like, well, we're not going to just blow up the jungle. I mean, <laughs> you know, there is a pretty good explosion at the end, but it's not like it's explosion <laughs> yeah, blues and like- Predator, you know. Dude, he murders a battalion of dudes on his own. Yeah. Yeah. While dispensing one-liners. Yeah. I mean, this kind of is like, I mean, this kind of is the movie that so many other movies want to be, really. Yeah. Um, And and the crazy thing is, is like, watching this movie, you, you can't help but realize that like, they... These people in 1983, 4 or whatever set out to make something. Well, no, I'm saying in making yeah. it, they okay. sometime in 83, 84, they were like, had the idea to make a Kung Fury. Basically, they knew what they were doing. Like, they were like, we are going to make something that is just everything ludicrous. we've always, ludicrous and everything we've always wanted to see in an action movie. And th- the difference is, is like, they just earnestly did it and didn't wink at the camera. And the, like, that's the thing about this movie is like, I would say 
this is this is not only just like a prime example of a Banffcast movie. It's like it's a prime example of like what every spoof movie should try to be, which is also a good movie, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and not just like a whole like eh, you know, like your your whole action and everything can't be predicated on like crazy, right? You know, and that's what things don't get anymore. Yeah, I I'd say the only. I mean, I think it's self-aware, mm-hmm. and I think the only thing that really tips its hand towards that is Ray Dong Chong's, Don Chong's commentary throughout. Yeah, you or, or, yeah, where she's like the you know the machismo, they eat too much red mm-hmm. meat, all that kind of like commentary during fights and stuff. But yeah. I mean, during that, the other thing that uh, made us decide to watch this was you know several weeks back we talked about that in search of the last action heroes documentary, and I mean mm-hmm. they. I mean, I believe they interviewed Mark Lester or the writer. I don't if he was writer slash director, but uh, you would remember the writer because it was Jeff Loeb. Oh, that same Jeff Loeb. Yep. No way. Yeah, you used a different pseudonym, but it was Jeff Loeb. Okay. Like. But yes, like Ultimates Three, the worst comic. Yeah, book it's thing like ever. I retroactively forgive him for Ultimates Three just because Commando exists. I mean, I never, I can't always hate. The, I mean, he also wrote like the Long Halloween, which is awesome too. I mean, yeah, it's like you know he made good things. It's just somewhere along the line it broke <laughs> mm-hmm. um and yeah uh, but yeah whatever in that so document would have been mark lester most likely probably i think getting interviewed for that but yeah i mean mm-hmm. just was like we knew what well, we were die, making. die hard guy was co-writer on it too oh steven deceiving yeah yeah i think that okay. might so he, was. he was definitely in that yeah because he basically said like we knew what we were making the first scene you see him he's walking out carrying a tree like <laughs> a ridiculously large it's not yeah. an entire tree but it's he, a, he rips a phone booth out of the wall and picks it up with right. a man in it. Yes, I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, they, they were like from yeah. the onset. It was like he walks onto frame carrying a tree. We knew what the <laughs> fuck we were making, like, and never knew, like, at never any point did what were we like grounded by reality or anything. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so, I mean, it's just, that's what I'm saying. It's like they set out to what nowadays someone would try to make a Kung Fury or, uh, I, I know there are other examples, just like Samurai Cop 2, like, you know, like, you know, oh, that, you, know mm. you know what I'm saying like we're yeah. going to make a self-aware bad thing and it's just like no that doesn't work that never that very rarely works <laughs> or, or you know yeah. you have to go with it like we are making a parody type thing but also like we're going to make it the best fucking thing ever <laughs> well obviously the secret sauce is Arnold yes like if you don't have an Arnold to sell the stupid one-liners it doesn't work mm-hmm. and it comes off as stupid and cheesy but because of Arnold like you you buy all of it you know (laughs) it's like don't wake up my friend he's dead tired you know just like all that sort of shit it's like it feels like anybody else says that stuff and you're like oh fuck you you know but this one you're like oh fuck yes i mean stallone in his day when he would grumble stuff was pretty good at that too i'm just saying like there has to be like there has to be a like arnold says those bad things with like a zest like like he's excited about saying this bad thing oh yeah you know like other people, Dolph, Sly, these people kind of just grumble it like, this needs to be mm-hmm. said. I don't really want to, but what else do you say but stick around? Mm-hmm. You know, you knife a guy. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's, it's almost like a begrudging, like, oh, I'm just so badass, but I got to say this. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, yeah. The, the gleefulness with which he just drops them is, is great. You know, yeah. Including dropping the guy. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, yeah. that's the thing is like several of the kills get multiple puns or whatever one-liners mm-hmm. attached to him because like he drops the guy you know i lied and you know and then it's like you know yeah she's like what'd you I, do to I, it I let him go <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah it's, it's fantastic yeah and that's the thing is like it's it's so good and i can forgive ray dong chan's 
God, I keep saying Ray Don Chong's it's, character. It's hard to say. It I've run it, into that before. Yeah. But like RDC. I can forgive her character being, you know, like she's basically annoying cousin from Ongbok. You know, like which I I guess that's what I was gonna ask beforehand. Like, mm-hmm. is that what is the name of that trope? Because I know it shows up in a lot of Asian films, and I don't know how long it's been around. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of like the you know the the commentary sidekick almost yeah, the, the short round. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah the comic relief sidekick, the the you know the fucking Tom Arnold in the True Lies. You know? Yeah, you yeah. Know? But I mean, like it's way more prominent in you know in in Asian movies. I feel like sure. And it yeah. was kind of like we got away from it. Like I, I kind of I almost feel like like Tom Arnold was the last one like that from true lies. Cause it really like Samuel L. Jackson could have been that in die hard with a vengeance, but it's kind of like he becomes such an important character to the story that it's almost like it erases that trope almost to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, you I, know, well, I take a little bit of issue with RDC being pegged as that though, because like I would say the, the more prime example example of that is Maria Cachito Alonso in the running man. Because like she's dragged yeah. along and really other than once she's thrown into the game and then suddenly kind of has some skills for survival, like outside of the game, she's a fucking wet blanket, you know, hindrance. Like mm-hmm. there's no reason he should have, like drag her along. And to a point, yes, right on Chong, but it's like she eventually like turns well, yeah. useful, you know, like, I mean, and, like, that's yeah. the thing. That's <laughs> and you the... wouldn't get the rocket launcher scene without that character. Right. So. I mean, she, she becomes useful along the way. And that's, that's, that's the thing is like, that's also what's kind of strangely refreshing about this movie is like, even the daughter isn't helpless. Like she's obviously gotten some, you know, base level stealth training as shown in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie when she's trying to sneak up on her dad. And then she's like prying the boards out to escape at the end. Yeah. You know, I also love that the, the opening credits are like a montage of the best dad on earth <laughs> is Arnold, <laughs> you know, yep. like after, after walking away with a tree, he's suddenly like, I'm raising this daughter mm-hmm. the best I can. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so good. And then literally raises her at one point, just puts her up on, yeah. on her shoulders. So, yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm just I'm saying like she's not even useless. Like that's that's why I mean like this is kind of refreshing because that it it's kind of weird because so many other movies of this era, it's like well throw the female character in who is just gonna slow them down. Yeah, (laughs) you know like well, and I think that's why it works is mm -hmm. because she eventually is chipping in and has a purpose in the film as opposed to and I mean granted she's just like once they're like all right we got him to the island he's got to kill literally hundreds of guys now mm-hmm. like they're like all right yeah say goodbye <laughs> yeah. hop back in the plane right yeah but, you just keep radioing the general guy well i'll go i'll go murder the entire island <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but it just feels like so many cliches are birthed directly from this movie yeah and yeah and, and it that's you know a lot of times you watch like the early stuff that influenced so many other things and you're like that was good, but you know, everyone kind of figured it out. It's like, no, they figured it out mm-hmm. the first, first time. Like it, like they fucking figured all this out. And it's just amazing to me too, that this and first blood part two came out within a few months of each other. It's like, holy shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, was that, was that already the pinnacle of one man army movies like that, <laughs> that year? And then yeah, it was like, yeah. and then everyone yes. else is just chasing that dragon that they're never going to catch. Because yeah. I think like I think did you post it? Did you post it in Discord or was it just in our private channel where you're just like everyone should teach the last twenty minutes of this movie? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I yes, I mean, I believe the finale sequence from the time he gets on the island. Yes, but I mean, I I actually was specifically saying like the moment 
like he kills the bad guy, grabs his daughter and walks out like that. That moment of like triumph thing mm-hmm. through the end is fucking great. Like, I mean, it, you know, yeah. I'm all in favor of the diehard, like all the cop cars coming in thing. And this is kind of that. But with one military chopper and a bunch of useless mm-hmm. <laughs> military dudes, because like he's like, leave anything for us. He's like, yeah, some bodies, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so good. I'm just it's saying, so like, it's good. just like that from that fucking moment on. And then it's just like, yeah, you'll be back till the next time. And you know, no chance. And then just fucking like peace off into huh. the. He's off into the plane, which also takes I, I, his daughter and his new woman and hops in a plane and I, leaves. I love it. Like she just goes right in for the hug. Like she's never laid eyes on young Alyssa Milano. And it's just like, come in for the hug. And it's just like stranger danger her life to save this girl. She doesn't. I did. He like, at what point did he say, did he like on the way down? He's like, he's like, listen, there's a lady at the plane. She was very helpful. She's going to be your new mommy now. So like, good. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's, I was, I was like, I was Ray Don Chong, but she does not look Chinese. Yeah, or Asian yeah. or at, at all or like anything. Just, just call her mom. Like, <laughs> right on mom. Right yeah. on mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just like, there's no point where that conversation happened. You know, it's it's clearly just like, hey, we're here on set and I'm going to hug you because we're probably ending the movie shot, you know, because it's like, they're just too happy to see each other for ha- never having met. And I like yeah. I said, I don't want to be a nitpicky because I type of thing because there's, this is a great fucking movie and I, you know, it's a five star action movie, you know, oh, type yeah. of thing. So, but there's a couple shots where like the the seams show like they're um, when he's pushing the the dead jeep down the mountain in the very beginning mm-hmm. the, you you can see the safety cable like very clearly yeah. like very clearly and then like the explosion at the end like man like you're gonna set up a giant fucking explosion like that and you can't get any better dummies and stuff to set up in front of it because it's just like it's not great. Like throw a couple of animatronics in there. Just like have something wiggle. You know, like we were the other movie we were talking about where it's just like, dude, I can't believe they like made the corpse wiggle. Like it, it just adds that layer of realism. And yeah, you know, it's just like, that yeah. is just such a, like, look at this set and the, you know, the, t- you know, nuclear test dummies that are in front of it. Cause it's just like, it cuts from like a live action shot to just the like worst dummy placement setup thing ever, but mm-hmm. it's still a glorious explosion. And obviously you don't, can't put people that close to it, but I'm just saying yeah. there there are things in it that like I'm sure, you know, Mark Lester is like looking back like, damn it, like fuck, just fix that one little thing and I'd have a perfect mm-hmm. fucking movie, you know. Like, where's the special edition? Let's do it. Commando. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just yeah. fix like also the squid budget on this, like probably out like it, it out, you know, has to be like higher than like most indie movies nowadays, <laughs> even mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's crazy just how many squibs go off in this movie. To a point that it's like, at, at some point they were just like, we're out of fucking squibs because some dudes just are like, ah, and like don't have the squib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because you've seen so many dudes just blast open from squibs that it's clear they just run out at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, it's great. And I, I seriously like thought about jumping on, I don't know if it'd be Etsy. I don't know where one goes to find a chainmail tank top like uh, Vernon Wells wears in this movie, but yeah, <laughs> like, well, you have to get like, the, it's not just a, a you know, a chain mail vest. Cause I'm, I'm not rocking that. You have to have like the, the tactical shirt on underneath it, chain mail vest on top of it. And it's yeah. a, it's a good look. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Apparently it was wings Hauser and they fired him on day one and nice. then brought in Vernon Wells and they're like, uh, Vernon's got a spare tire, but we don't have the time to remake the chain mail. So <laughs> mm. just put it on Vern. 
Oh, so it's just to be chainmail only? <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're saying? I, I don't know. Oh, man. Wingshauser in just a chainmail tank top. Like, that would have been a sight. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it's a good sight, but it would have been a sight. It would have been yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do love that that movie just goes right from the start. It's uh-huh. like it starts with a murder. You know? It's like, all right, here yeah. we go. Garbage day. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Roll up in a garbage truck and murder yeah, some and then, dude. And then just... Bennett's great. I like. I wanted more of Bennett throughout, because it's like he shows up, but he doesn't really get to really do anything until that last like ten minutes. Yeah, but it's still it's it's so good. I I like, however, whoever was talking about Commando in that documentary when they were talking about his character it was like, basically the bad guy of this movie is in love with Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's unique. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my last weird observation is um, Alyssa Milano and Natalie Portman at the same age cry exactly the same. Because <laughs> I, I recently rewatched uh, The Professional and I was just like, when she started crying at one of the things, I was like, holy shit, that's like the same weird fake cry thing. <laughs> like, anyway. Yeah. Same teacher, bro. Yeah, probably. So here's how you yeah. cry. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like Commando holds up 100%. Mm-hmm. Like five jocks, five stars, whatever you want to do it it's like someone made a movie for me yep you know yeah i I, i've been fighting this weird internal problem here right like recently because like now with that we have like the bavcast rating system it's like it's messing with my normal how i would rate movies so that's why i've like Mm -hmm. kind of not been doing it on letterboxd because i'm like i don't know like to me like in true actual film ratings like i i still probably wouldn't give five stars to commando is if that sounds weird like to me i would I, I know, like it, it's 100%. It's a weird I fucking would. thing because, like, in my mind, like, I somehow I've treated a five star movie rating, like, true film rating system is like, it has to have changed my fucking life. Like, like mm-hmm. I mean, like, I have to be, like, affected by it, like, deeply. And, like, that's the only thing that, like, garners a five star rating. It's weird. Like, that's why so many of my things, I'm like, I fucking love this, but it's four and a half stars. <laughs> like, like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's great. But next day, I didn't think about it too much. You know, like, I don't know. It's a weird yeah. thing I'm going through. Slide here. No, it's fine. I, I mean, it's like early on in the Bamfcast where like nothing else can be five jocks because it's not robot jocks. Yep. And me, I just like, I don't know. I, I I guess I've been doing it long enough, putting ratings for both like a quote unquote real rating and then a Bamfcast rating for so many things that I put into Letterboxd that I can kind of like compartmentalize them differently. Sure. And, and it's yeah. not like anyone's really actually judging it <laughs> i mean i mean yeah. who, who gives a shit i mean i've like you know to me letterbox is a persistent online journal basically it's just like oh what, yeah what did i watch and i really don't give a shit about other people's opinions like yeah. you're better off <laughs> you're much better off i mean i do and i don't but i mean like letterbox is let's be frank is not the place for good film discourse i mean generally speaking i mean if you have a good set of friends sure and it's but... sad is it, it really used to be yes like it honestly did like when it started there were so many people I followed that I was just like, I like I don't care if you wrote a 10-page essay on fucking Saw 4. I'm going to read it, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, someone to review Children of Men be like, it's no Saw 4. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> One and a half stars. You know, and you're like, what the fuck? It, like, it. you know, it's just garbage now. And it's the sad thing is, is it's chased off people who were really good. Yeah. You know, like Mary Conti was one of my favorite writers there and she's just gone now 
like just dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> like I, I like I don't even I don't even think post to Twitter anymore. I don't even know. Like it's like one of those things where it's like, man, I wish that person had like gone somewhere and said, hey, I write here now, and mm-hmm. I go, okay, I will read that now. Yeah, but. You know, but but I guess that's the way of all social media things. You know, Facebook was fun in the beginning, and now it's like hate speech central. You know, it's like fuck, man. Like I didn't realize I knew so many stupid people. You know, and Twitter has just become that too, where it's like it's so politicized that it's garbage. Mm-hmm. And Letterboxd has been kind of like, in a weird way, it's almost what Twitter used to be, where it's like, here's a joke about this thing, yeah. ha ha, and then that's it. Yeah, you know, whereas weird, like weird Twitter the sad now. thing is, yeah. it's replaced. Yeah. All that, just like Twitter replaced blogs, so to speak, where, you know, blogs, people would write fun stories and, you know, actually have long form things. And now it's like, nah, I'll just do a tweet like, okay. And it's, you know. Yeah. Just finish but yeah, the you've got the right idea. life goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got the right idea to just leave it, you yeah. know. And it's like, that's also why, like, I didn't even, like, I've still, I want to do my, like, super big write up of how I feel about Palm Springs so I can just kind of, like, keep the feeling I still have about that movie mm-hmm. and actually put it in writing. So like when I read it five years from now, I can know where my head was at when I talk about that movie and why I love it so much. But you know, it's like just reading some of the trash that people post is like, ah, like why do I, why should I even bother? Like, why should I do this? Yeah. And, and it's going to be strictly for me, but I just haven't had the motivation or the yeah, time. That's to, what I'm saying. I, I've treated it like it. A, a persistent online journal that is, quickly and easily accessible from devices <laughs> like and it's just oh what did i watch oh yeah that cool yep yeah. and it's great for end of the year when you're making your lists mm-hmm. yeah um speaking of which i just because i don't want to start being known as like the palm springs cast but i i did watch it again and i don't i don't mean this the wrong way believe me because i still really like the movie but yeah. like i i don't think i really gleaned anything more from it on second viewing and I don't know if it's just like I went in so weirdly keenly aware of everything the first time because like the little mm-hmm. touches like knocking the wedding couple off the cake in the birthday thing like I totally got yeah. that the first time like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I just I there were there was like one thing that started up and I was like oh I bet I didn't catch that before because um and this is not spoiler at all but <laughs> believe me there is like there's a part where somebody is putting up the um the letters on one of those little removable signs outside that points to their mm-hmm. wedding. And it's, fr- it's a shot from behind. And for all I know, it, it could have been Kristen Miliali. It's just like same kind of hair. It's from behind. And mm-hmm. for a second, I was like, Oh, that's one of the things she does in the morning, even though it doesn't make sense <laughs> on the timeline of what happens. Yeah. But like, I was like, I bet that's something I didn't notice that the sign just becomes increasingly like, I don't give a fuck, you know, <laughs> just like letters mm-hmm. missing or it just says, fuck you. You know, I, I slept with your fiance. You know, I don't know. I was just like expecting, like maybe I didn't notice that like it was her and she was fucking with the sign the whole time or something. Mm-hmm. You know? like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, I still like it. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, it was, just, it was one of those weird. I, I was like, it, like, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm, I said, like I'm going to, I'm going to really pay attention and try to catch these little like time loop fun things. Well, I mean, like, not to get back too much into that one, but I think that one is so good to me because it can be just an easy breezy, mm-hmm. fun comedy to watch. Yes. Or you can find all the depth that I've plumbed out of it so mm-hmm. far, you know? Like, yeah. Like I said, it's I, not ju- I, I, it's, I'm not it's saying it's just a trifle, so to speak. Yeah. I, I think so. it's because, like, I, I knew so little about it going in that I right as soon as, like, things were like, oh, this isn't just a rom com. Like, when, when, those events started happening. It was like my brain mm-hmm. suddenly went into like hyper focus. I think just because I've seen so many movies that like, like that, like I'm now cluing myself in on 
wanting to pick up on the little changes mm-hmm. between each iteration or whatever time yeah. time travel thing, uh, which might as well go ahead and segue yeah. into another movie because yeah, we, we we watched another time loop movie or I I think I already. Did I tease it that I watched it last week and said yeah, I Yeah, you off? teased okay. it last okay. week. I don't think you said what it was, but I said, let's hold off till I've watched it. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, happy happy Death Day. Yes, I've, which, I've watched both of them. You've only seen the first one, so we're only yeah, going to cover the first one. Yeah, I only saw the first one. one. Didn't get a chance to go into the second. We're going to cover um, the second one next week. Maybe. Next week, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of funny that people are like, yeah, Palm Springs, that's really indebted to Groundhog Day. And it's like, no, this movie is like, like this is literally Groundhog Day crossed with Scream. Like there's your elevator pitch, mm-hmm. and it, but it fucking works. <laughs> like that is a really fun movie. It's not a perfect movie. It's not terrific, but you know, I I really that one really clicked with me as well. And man, they just hammer how horrible a person she is. That first run, like as hard as they can possibly do it. Like, I don't think she does anything positive for anyone on that first day. Like, I think like literally everything she does is a piece of shit move. So it's almost like detention in a way where it's like, all right, if you can survive this first 15 minutes, you're going to be okay for the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, having, uh, having me like that character by the end is a real, real feat by that actress, you know, to pull that off and a feat of the script. Which was written by another comic book guy, Scott Lobdell, which is really weird. But apparently, like, the director threw out the majority of it, hmm. aside from the premise, and just kind of <laughs> rewrote all of it on set. So hmm. there's, you know, some debate about how much was written by him. But, you know, he so, got the screenwriter credit. So what about, I mean, I don't want to talk about the second one yet, but do we know, did he? Director write, wrote the second one. Wrote and directed the second one? Okay. Yes. So, yeah, yeah I mean. That's all him. No, I'm just curious. And, and I, I know you said you enjoyed the second one a lot more. Oh, immensely more. And and I'm yeah. I'm I, I'm trying to think of like how to talk about this one now without talking about the second one, except I, I think I can. And here here's the thing with me about the first one is I, I think that kind of maybe explains a lot, knowing there's rewrites, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I think maybe I'm digging the director's thing more and whatever's left over wasn't really doing it for me like i i mm-hmm. I, I was fine with the movie and <laughs> the crazy thing is like i was obviously just oh yeah this is totally groundhog day like i mean so much so like you know <laughs> like it, it just everything about it like every mm-hmm. little like musical cue and thing that's going to happen that in the order it is i mean it's just it's so very groundhog day and then it was kind of like already on thin ice where i just i was maybe an old man mindset where i was just like Guys, you're just when I kept waiting for them to deviate from the line, really, <laughs> and do something mm-hmm. different. And then, like by the end, it's just like they actually just straight up reference Groundhog Day for comedic effect, I guess. And it's I was just it it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I hate to be like one that's like this is the thing that broke the movie for me, but I was like I was giving it a pass for being mm-hmm. an homage, a very strict homage <laughs> with with the yeah. slasher, you know, in it. And then, like I said, just like that little moment, and I was just like fuck you like like to the yeah. point that I, I even actually texted chuck and was like if i'm mediocre on the first one should i even watch the second one because you know the horror movie drop-off quality thing and thankfully he just said you should watch it it's a very different <laughs> kind of movie and that's all he said and yeah, yeah. I, I, did you I, review I, the second one chuck i did just yeah. the first one you did no okay. i did yeah i probably skipped it honestly because i like it's funny because I, I i went to your video review of the first one uh-huh. and it was stopped like early on 
Oh, okay. Because like, I was like, I, I was gonna, I'm, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I think it was one of those where I was like, I'm probably going to watch this, so I should probably just stop it now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I, it's not to say that I dislike the first one. It just there was a vibe throughout it that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and like I don't. There's a lot of shitty people in that. Movie. There's a lot of shitty people, and like I, I didn't fully make the. I mean, I wasn't like totally team tree by the end, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, I absolutely am by the second one. It, spoilers. It has almost the whole same cast. I'm just, mm-hmm. that's not really a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, it's just like, I, it wasn't enough of a redemptive arc thing for me to just be like, yay, you like, it's kind of like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I really like, it's probably a little spoiler to say it, but mm-hmm. I like that the movie doesn't end with the perfect day run. Yes. Like that suddenly you're like, oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, they almost pull a Lord of the Rings where it's like, is this the end? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that kind of that stuff works for me. There's only one thing that really like irks me script wise is that, you know, they introduce the concept that it, this isn't infinite. Like yeah. she's gonna like it's the like it's injuries taking, she's sustaining every time she dies. Yeah are carrying over in a way, mm-hmm. but then that gets dropped. Like it affects her that one day and then kind of never comes back. Which I think, that, I think it just changed her mindset to be more careful. Like she couldn't be completely. Yeah. But I mean, like she wakes up that one day and just collapses and is in the hospital. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if like the hospital rejuvenated her, <laughs> you know, like, Hey, give her a transfusion. Now she's good. But you know, it's kind of like, then it, it's treated as if like none of those injuries happened. Yeah. So that, that's the only part that was a little bit like, uh, you know, that feels like you kind of, it was all right, we need to introduce a way that she can't just keep doing this forever. But they also have to, you know, they also kind of disregard it after that aside from, all right, yeah, here's the reason you don't want to die each day. And also the fact that she didn't like just make it her mission to rip off the mask and find out who the person was. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, so he's mm-hmm. doing all this investigation and all this stuff. And I'm like, just wait till he comes to kill you and then yank the mask off. I mean, like, <laughs> if you know you're going to die, you can at least get that before it happens. But, you know, this is why I don't write movies. But still, like, it's I, I think it's a lot of fun. Like, like, there's just there's a lot of really fun stuff in it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember thinking it was a decent little slasher that had yeah. an extra, extra, and just an extra like, okay, you put the Groundhog Day on screen. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that doesn't suffer from being PG-13 either. Yeah, like, no. you know, normally you're like, oh, fuck, man, come on. But this one, like, they work with that well, you mm-hmm. know, and it's mm-hmm. not just, you know, you know, it's like the gore isn't the point, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they use their they use their one fuck really well too. So my my weirdest, it's, it's when my, she's in the cop car. My my, oh, yeah, my yeah, weirdest yeah. observation for this movie is the strange thing that I only think I became even more fixated on in the second movie <laughs> is that if you take Tree and her roommate, I don't remember her name, and mm-hmm. you merge them into one person, you'd have Katie Holmes. Like Tree has the most Katie Holmes eyes I've ever seen on someone that wasn't <laughs> Katie Holmes, but the other her roommate is like almost looks like her in every other way. <laughs> like it's the weirdest thing. Like I, I just, it, I, I know that's weird, mm-hmm. but like, it just like every time they were together, I was just like, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes just, I watch movies strangely. Like 
closing one eye and then closing yeah. the other eye. They're yeah. really fast camera doing one, it. They're like, two. oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the, the first one, it, it was like, it was coasting by as like a, a better than, slightly better than good, you know, like I wouldn't say great um, thing. And, and then it was just like, it pushed it back down to like squarely and good for me for mm. with that blatant shitty reference at the end where it's like, dude, Either the, either the people that you're making this joke to that would go like, huh, you know, they're either not going to get it or they're going to be old enough that are going to be like me and be like, fuck you, I got it. Like I saw Groundhog Day and who the well, fuck Bill Murray also is. Well, and it's also the, the character that delivers it probably would have delivered it way earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. there's a very specific conversation where it should come up, but it doesn't. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway. We'll wait to yeah, talk more about it in a second. One. I I liked it a lot. I think it's worth I think it's worth checking out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, especially what I talk about too. It's it's integral. Like you can't skip. It's not one of those like I like two more, so skip right to it. No, you absolutely have to, yeah, do not. You, do you that. have to watch Happy Death Day to watch Happy Death Day too. And yeah, you know, it's just I will have more to say when we okay, talk about this. No, well, I will watch it between now and then. Generally liked it too. I okay. was surprised, but yeah, she really enjoyed it. So. I will be. I will be and interested she is to hear not, all your is, thoughts on too. Yeah, she is not a horror movie person at all. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's just got that thing. It's it's it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a horror movie, but it it just has another layer to it of like I can enjoy this. You like should, you know, yeah. this is not wallowing in you know. Yeah, and and the suspense scenes of you know like oh no she's she's alone. We're gonna shoot from across the room. You know, as if yeah. someone's falling. Or, you know, all those scenes work. You know traditional mm-hmm. horror way they work really well and those were the ones where jen's like i shouldn't be watching this i should not be watching this movie i'm like don't worry it's gonna be fine she'll you live get her watch the final destination movies i mean they're very God. similar in that it's just like i i don't know they're they're like it's like campier friday the 13th where it's just like what fucking why is somebody gonna die now in this weird scenario <laughs> like, <laughs> well yeah well i mean those it's those are very friday the 13th oh, they're probably the biggest spiritual yeah. thing in that it's just like it's all about the kills like nobody cares about anything else that's happening in yeah, these I movies mean, there's there, there's enough of an interesting like mythology woven throughout it's just like the jason thing where mm-hmm. everyone every you know every so often like every three movies are like i don't know we should probably try to figure out what the fuck jason is and <laughs> you know and like try to science this shit and then they get murdered and you're like well whatever i don't know but like every, you know final destination is kind of the same way where it's like every so, so often they're like what if we do this and then you know you get beheaded by some weird shit you know <laughs> yeah i mean that's just that's yeah my favorite still still the guy working out with the uh, <laughs> with the, the arm press thing and it explodes his head <laughs> yeah yeah there's so many good ones the one, the train one is the one that always gets me i think that's from the original I think I just, yes. I think that's just like one of the ones I, you know, like when I saw that, that was like the shocking, like, oh, you know, like they could do anything like thing, which, oh, by the way, I don't want to, I don't want to completely double back to Commando, but it's one thing I meant to bring <laughs> up that something about, something about this makes me think is Commando is also doing things where like as a 12 year old brain, you're like, well, why, why can't you just do that? Like, why, like how he escapes off the plane that's taking off and you're mm-hmm. just like, you know, in your brain, you're like. Yeah, the physics seem. This all seems <laughs> like you could do this. Like you're hanging on a wheel and you it's fly, like over, you fly over water. And it's like just... Beavis and Butthead jumping out of the trunk, and they're like, "If we run really fast, in this <laughs> it'll be fine." I'm just saying, like that's like I I really appreciate Commando for just like so many scenes of like, yeah, I don't know, in desperate situations. Yeah, obviously, I would. The first thing I would do is not try to break the glass, but I would do it with a bulldozer. <laughs> like that's how I'm going to break mm. into the gun store. Not, just, you know, like. 
and and like I said, the Final Destination movies kind of have that where it's just like there's a you feel like there's like some white writers room where they're just like, well, I have this idea for a kill. Yeah, but how do we get them there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, how does it make sense? And how is it still yeah. shocking? You know, like well, yeah, and that one dude that gets blasted through the the chain link fence. It's like, <laughs> what's this fence made out of? <laughs> Razor blades like facing directly at him. What the fuck? I don't know, but call that fence company because they're mm-hmm. fucking good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so uh, I, I lost my segue somewhere along the way, but going back to Commando nah. again for a moment, I have to talk about uh, watching Commando that has Vernon Wells as the uh, chain uh, mailed vest wearing bad guy. I was like, Bennett. man, I should probably watch Road Warrior again. And yeah. so I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I started to watch Fury Road after that and had to stop because we came into here to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, why'd you skip Thunderdome? <laughs> you know, I still haven't watched Thunderdome. You, um, it's yeah, like you know, I, it's I, like I've, I've half a good movie. A few times I was gonna now. say thirty-three yeah. percent to a half of a good movie is yeah. Thunderdome. Isn't it? Once the kids show up, that's when it's like yes. all right, just shut it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that completely, movie, completely it, the opposite of the feral child showing up in in Road Warrior, which is awesome. Right. Like that kid's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, the kids of that just show up, and it's like how does? It's like no, nah, fuck off, orphans. You have, yeah, yeah. Thund- special Thunderdome. Vision. You can literally watch George Miller going off to make Babe, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't realize he didn't direct the first one, which is weird. He wrote the first one, didn't direct it, wrote and directed the second one. Like that's such a weird fucking thing. Who yeah. directed the first one? I. Uh, uh, some rando know. yeah random like i wasn't a name where i was like oh yeah them but um he has the yeah. weirdest fucking film history made witches of eastwick lorenzo's oil happy feet babe i mean it's like it's the weirdest fucking thing and then he's just like 30 what odd years later he's just like you know what <laughs> no not quite 30 if you go for that. i always forget thunderdome exists but you know mm-hmm. but yes almost 30 years after thunderdome it's like yeah i think it's time for another mad max and I, I mean, I guess it's my internet hot take. And then he of the fucking week. shows up and shows everybody how it's done. Yeah, I was. I, I, my internet hot take of the week is all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. I know. Oh, <laughs> Road Warrior is a, a really good and really influential movie. Fury Road is like a million times better, like in every conceivable oh, yeah. way. And like, and I know like nostalgic people are just like gonna like start blowing a gasket, but think about it like this: like it's. It's all original parts returning, and he had almost 30 years worth of filmmaking experience to learn from. And unlike someone like Scorsese, he got better. <laughs> and, you know, most people do. Like, <laughs> like He did direct the first one, by the way. The first what? Babe? Mad Max. Oh, no, 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 I meant Babe. He did, for whatever reason, oh, George Miller, oh, like, okay. wrote, wrote no, he wrote the first Babe, did not direct it, but... Like okay yeah no I'm sorry if you meant I thought I meant okay, Mad Max. Okay. you, you, I, you yeah, said he went like, on to make like, Babe I, I could have sworn he directed Mad Max no no no, no, no. <laughs> you, the, the the sentence was he went on to make Babe and I was like actually he didn't direct it he just wrote that one but then directed the sequel for some strange reason yeah but anyway I I mean he is a director who obviously learned something and learned from his craft and got better you know like not everyone is Scorsese or George Lucas you know like they don't get worse with age crazier with age or whatever mm-hmm. you know increasingly obsessed with like coffee table books. Yeah, it's movies, you know. <laughs> I think I think they could just get complacent with age. Yeah, they're not hungry anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know what I don't know what drove George Miller to make Fury Road, but it is that's the thing. That's the weird, rare thing is yeah. that he was just like, you know what? I feel like being crazy again. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, it's, cool. It's yeah, fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, like I said, I mean, do not get me wrong. Road Warrior is great and it is super influential, but Fury Road is like 
just it's like turning the dial to 111 you know it's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's insane like it's just it never fucking stops like it <laughs> like him pissing in the beginning of the movie is like the only time that movie is not moving like fast <laughs> like it's insane and colorful and crazy and yeah i said it back when it came out i was like it's it's an entire third act mm-hmm. as the entire movie yeah it's just it's so good it's a it's a fucking masterpiece like it's god like it, it's one of those things that just like the only thing that broke it seeing it was just having someone get super hyped for it, which I don't blame them. I'm just saying like it, I think it hit us at the wrong time where we were like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like I think, you know, the world was also different then. And you know, other people's opinions was something you just immediately got challenging on when they were mundane. And so like, you know, someone would say like, this movie's great. And you know, like part of you is like, mm, I don't know. I'm going to go see it and figure it out for myself. And now it's just like, <laughs> you know, that doesn't matter anymore. And, you know, I don't think that opinion would phase me anymore, but it just, it sort of min- minorly tainted it where I was like, I kind of want to argue with you on the internet, but fucking facts on facts. That's a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I like this new character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to argue with you on the internet. <laughs> it's your contemplative angle. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not he's not a dick. He's yeah. just contemplative. Well, think about posting before I, these various things are in my head. I'm going to think I about think it. I think I want to have yeah. a word with you. <laughs> Wait, well, let me am, get this right. Am I the bad guy? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I might be the bad guy. Now, are you saying Fury Road is better than Fast Five? Because I don't know if I agree with you there. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I, I can't say enough positive things about Fury Road. It's just so fucking good. And yeah, I, I don't know. Like things yeah. people complain about, like people like, all right, I, I'm going to go ahead and pivot this into my other big announcement. I know other people have things and I just, I want to get my shit out of the way. And I, unfortunately, I keep making really good segues. Okay. The and then about, stepping on them. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes <laughs> stepping on them. Uh, like, people who do not appreciate when the Doof Warrior shows up in Fury Road don't deserve good things in life. Like, people that are like, that's what I was taken out of the movie. I hope you enjoy eating, like, bran cereal with no sugar or whatever the fuck your life is about. Because if that doesn't, like, immediately reach down to the cockles of your fucking heart and just in you know just swell them up i mean i don't know what's wrong with you because (laughs) while i'm talking about shocking things i'm going to move on to talking about something else that i I want to recommend if you did if you thought 2020 couldn't make any less sense i think that's grammatically correct Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. i'm about to recommend recommend an anime (laughs) oh my god yeah what uh okay so because some people are like, uh, and other people are like, Ugh. Uh, I'm going to say it's anime adjacent and, and let you and, and ease you in from there. So I, whatever reason, I think because I've been playing 5,000 hours of a never ending samurai game here lately, I was like, first, my, my first thought was like, you know, I should give Samurai Champloo another time try because it's the same guy that made Cowboy Bebop and Cowboy Bebop is one of the few rare, like actually awesome anime things. And, I can agree with that. And I could just never get into Samurai Champloo. Like, there's just something off about it. And and I was going to go try it again and hopped on and tried, like, another couple episodes. And I I may finish it this time. I have, don't have a lot better to do. But in searching for it, I discovered something else. And that is on Netflix. There is a Netflix original from sometime last year. 
it is basically a anime music video for an entire album by Sturgill Simpson, who you may remember as the guy who sang the song for uh, yep, The Dead, Dead Don't, Don't Die. Die. However, Sturgill Simpson, being kind of a crazy musician, kind of known as a young Waylon Jennings, decided to just put out a full-blown fucking rock album too, <laughs> not country even in the slightest. And that's what he made this musical thing for that's anime-esque. And it's it's very animatrix in that they got several people together to like do their own style throughout. There's not really a story per se. There's kind of a persistent story that will just jump into other wild styles and go to other unrelated, seemingly unrelated things for a little while. But I kind of fucking love it. And the music slaps. Um, it's real good. So what is this called? It's called Sound and Fury. It's, it's Sturgill Simpson presents. I mean, if you just Sturgill Simpson into Netflix, you will mm-hmm. and yeah find it. But it's called Sound and Fury. It's only about forty eight minutes long, I think. Um, and I, I my transition from all this was there is a point that I, like after I watched it, I don't recommend going doing this first. But after watching it, I was like, what does the internet think about this? Like I discovered this, I'd never heard of it. I fucking loved it. I like the album a lot. I've listened to it like three times outside the anime. Um, and and I was like, what does the internet think about this? I think people have op- opinions about anime related things online. So I started like, I hopped, oh, on, do they? Well, I hopped on the IMDb because I was like curious. I was like, all right, I, I want to know who like did what animation sequence and you know, what other things I might know them for. And yes, there were animatrix related people involved in putting this together. Um, like, people that did that new Batman Ninja all the way back to like people that were animation department people on like old eighties and seventies and eighties anime, like people have been Mm -hmm. in for a long time. Um, And my favorite, my favorite comments were all about the people that I was kind of with this until what is my favorite fucking section of the movie. (laughs) And I was just like, I was like, well, I know exactly where to draw the line here because you clearly don't get it. And if you can't, there, there's a section where the most of this movie is being presented like I, what is this post-apocalyptic weird thing with pulsating rock music kind of thing happening, and then just about like when something that resembles a story is about to happen, it cuts to this Terry Gilliam, the animator, not the increasingly assholic director, mixed with like. Busby Berkeley Bollywood musical number <laughs> like where it's just like we're going to take all the characters you were maybe coming to to understand what their relationships are and just have them do this full out fucking crazy almost Andy Warhol-esque dance thing to this fucking great song <laughs> and so many people were like I don't know I was kind of with it until that song happened and everyone just started dancing and I was I don't know I didn't like it after that <laughs> and and the other well, my other my, Barney this, this, from the Simpsons yeah. <laughs> showed up to talk about it well, he's a big anime fan so <laughs> My other favorite thing is fucking Weebs talking about, I liked it, but the music was bad. <laughs> it's Sturgill fucking Simpson. And besides Christian rock, there is no greater sin against music than the shit that is in anime. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying there can't be good music in anime, but what I've heard is a fucking atrocity towards music. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying it hasn't happened yet. No, no. I love like the jazz shit that's in like Cowboy Bebop. There are some of them yeah. that have like good composers, but like most of them have fucking shit intro songs and like it's either like crazy J-pop or like this melodramatic like thing for the ending credits. I mean, it, they're they're just fucking abominations to music and the, the, 
for your criticism of a, of a great album by a talented musician to be the music is bad. I'm just like, go back to Weeb World where shit sucks in the musical department. Because, holy God, man. I mean, I'm not saying you have to like this album or anything, but it's like, my God, like, just where you're coming from. Like, I like the animation, but the music's bad. It's like, Jesus, like, that's, that's insane. Like, this is a talented dude. I don't know. But anyway, Sound of Fury. Give it a try. It's fucking wacky. I mean, it's 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 NSFW so, and all that weird stuff. I mean, there's some crazy, not like tentacle bullshit, gross anime stuff. But I mean, it's like there's mm-hmm. violence and heads exploding and, you know, pastel or pasty covered nipples, not pastel nipples. I guess they are pastel nipples. <laughs> but, sorry. sorry. I never knew that's what pasties were. No, short no. For, I meant but... to say pasty, but I was like, well, they really kind of are pastel huh. nipples. No, there's pasty covered nipples and things like that. I'm just saying, like, it's not like, oh my God. You know, not safe for work. I'm just saying. So, maybe if I don't... listen to the album first, will I spoil myself? No, no, not. They, right. I think it was just like he composed an album, and then there, it was like maybe he's a fanime. I don't know. Like he was like, "I'm do this for me." <laughs> fanime, I, yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the genesis of it was. I don't know if it was yeah. like. I mean, animation takes a while to do, so I, mm-hmm. I would assume it was happening as the music was being created, but I don't, it, the music does not other than a couple of like times where it's like, yeah, we're going to fucking have the characters sing the lyrics or something like that. It's like, it yeah. doesn't, it's not about what's happening mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay. um, uh, good look is the name of the song I fucking love. And the second that I love. Yeah. Or a good look actually. I'll give the album a listen tomorrow. Okay. Oh, well, like I said, I mean, <laughs> you may surprisingly like, like the anime. It's like, it doesn't, it's not like one of those like abstract, like what the fuck? I mean, it is to a degree, mm-hmm. but not like, yeah, because it, it did the best thing you can do with an anime, which is remove story. <laughs> just give you pretty things to look at. I thought most anime did that already. So, well, I mean, they just, <laughs> they just put the bullet in the, in the dying man yeah. <laughs> with a quill in his hand that was trying to write something like a story. <laughs> and she's like, ah, we'll just play music over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably for the Works best. Works for me. Now that I've intrigued, offended everything to do with anime, mm. what else has anybody <laughs> else been watching? <laughs> uh, yeah, Chuck, what do you got, buddy? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, thanks for letting me follow anime. Um, so last week before the show, Harlow was talking about having watched, uh, rewatched Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, I... This was already in the works before that, but this prompted me to do it. I've been trying to figure out something to do to get me out of my abstract funk of, like, not knowing what to do at any moment. And therefore, I end up not doing anything because I can't decide. So I decided to make a plan to go into the filmographies of some actors that I like that I knew are, like, 95% complete. And be like, I need to watch the last like three or four films this this dude made, you know, and then I can say I've seen every film. I, I'm Eric, done. Eric I, Roberts. <laughs> not no, doing that. No, I, yeah, I don't know. You might have enough time. Depends on how long the pandemic. True. Was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so there were there were four Tom Cruise movies that I had not seen yet, and Jerry Maguire was one of them. Mm. I had That's never a seen weird Jerry one Maguire. for you to have not seen. It was just. I, it was just I could probably one of those things. I could get you a VHS copy. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was one of those like the hype surrounding this movie is insane. I will wait for it to die down and then just 
time marched on. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jerry you will Mag- with Palm Springs, most likely. But, uh, I'll get there. Yeah. Um, time is short. <laughs> I don't have mm. the amount of time from Jerry Maguire to now <laughs> for Palm Springs to then. Yeah, I ain't going to make it that point. long. Yeah. That is I'm a not very gonna good make point, it. dude. So uh, Jerry Maguire is a great movie. It is yeah. a terrific motion picture. Um, There's a lot of good speeches in that one. Good speeches, uh, absolute batshit insane acting going on. Um, I like how through the opening credits is almost a movie in and of itself in that it is a character having an emotional journey as the opening credits play out. Like his character's arc happens in the first five minutes. The rest of the movie is just kind of dealing with that. Did you think the kid that flips him off uses his ring finger, too, when you first saw it? <laughs> I swear to God, that kid uses the wrong finger. I think you might be right. Because, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen it so many times that, like, I've never, like, you know, done the, like, oh, the old Blu-ray feature of, like, let's zoom in and enhance, you know. But, like, right, right. I swear to God, it, like, it just looks wrong when he's, like, fuck you, man, and turns around. And he's also a child. Right, and what yeah. does he know about flipping people off? <laughs> Enough to say fuck you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He, I mean, he got the words and tried to do the motion. Seems like yeah. maybe. I mean, his dad was a hockey player, so. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that movie is. Uh, it's it's terrific. It's it's charming and funny, and um, I, I I have some minor quibbles with it, but I, I I'm just I I think that's kind of a remarkable romantic comedy kind of thing that doesn't fall into too many traps that those movies before and since do there's there's not a there's not i I kept waiting for like oh this is going to be one of those movies where a huge thing happens and it's just oh it's jerry Maguire done fucked up and now he's got to crawl his way back into the good graces of renee zellweger and that's not that's not what happens her character is so much smarter than the usual kind of person in these movies is um I, I think the thing harlow and i were talking about last week before the show was that her her crux is basically go fix your own shit mm-hmm. yeah, i'm not I, fixing I, your yeah, shit you gotta you, you gotta yeah. do it so i i think i i that's fascinating to me mm-hmm. uh that this movie just basically doesn't coddle this character this jerry Maguire character it's not just like oh we will all help you figure out who you want to be it is no dude you figure it out and when you do let us know yeah you'll just have Renee Zellweger waiting in the wings <laughs> sure yeah, yeah which will be fine yeah <laughs> minor incentive sure and of course the cutest kid who's ever been in a movie ever so yep oh yeah the um, kid from that vampire movie uh-huh yeah vampire movie yeah it's like he was, in he, a was like a, he was a little vampire yeah, that's I believe the name. Oh, of <laughs> I, I, I'm not aware of any other filmography except for his brief showing up on whatever that fucking plane movie we watched for some reason. Like oh, a God, old, yeah. old version of him. Oh, yeah. Where it was oh, just altitude. Like, yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, why did you get Jerry Maguire? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, nice to see I you. Mean, I guess like, kids got to yeah. go to the zoo. Yeah, I kind of been wanting to watch Almost Famous again. Because I've mm-hmm. heard a few podcasts about it lately because it's 20th anniversary and all that. And I remember seeing that at a preview screening and I haven't seen it since. And I remember being like, that was all right. But yeah. there seems to have been like this cult that's come up around it. So I kind of want to give that movie another shot and see like if I like it more. It's me. I'm part of that cult. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would watch Almost Famous again. Yeah, and, uh, and, and it may be my own fault because like that was when I was going to a preview screening literally every week. You know, there were some weeks I'd go on Tuesday and Thursday if we mm-hmm. got them because I was working at a TV station and they were very easy to get. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of those odd movies where I, I equal it. Like, I, there's a fairly extended cut of it that's out there. Yes, isn't it just called Untitled? Something yeah. like that. But it's one of those weird movies where I, for brevity's sake, I mean, if you just want to re-experience the theater thing, I would say watch the original one. It's fine. Like it's. It's one of those ones where like either version is is perfectly fine, kind of like Apocalypse Now. Like it's mm-hmm. like sure, I I don't mind the sexual section per se, but it's also not necessary. Like the other version's fine too. Like it's it's one of those that unlike Blade Runner, where it's just like there's clearly a way to do Blade yeah. Runner. It's not the original one. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it's just like it's it's one of those strange ones where it's like yeah, watch whatever cut. They're both fine, really. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm saying that as someone who like really likes the movie. Now, that thing you do, the fucking quote unquote director's cut, is a fucking abomination. Don't ever watch that. <laughs> like that move, that breaks that entire fucking movie. That turns the first act into like two hours long. It's weird. It's like if it's like fucking forever before they become famous in the cut. It's all before they're pretty famous, and it's like shitty. <laughs> mm-hmm. So weird. Anyway, um. So, as I often do, there was uh, there's one just super minor thing in Jerry Maguire that, for whatever reason, made me laugh like an idiot, and I will remember for the rest of my days. And someone, speaking of Letterboxd, made this one observation their entire review, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like I'm stealing that person's review because I didn't know that someone had written that sentence before I went to go (laughs) check out Letterboxd afterwards, but. There's a scene when he's in Renee Zellweger's house where he hits his head on a light fixture. And I'm like, this movie is pure science fiction. <laughs> Tom Cruise is 5'7". He's not hitting his head on shit. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, where are you going? Damn. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he just, he awkwardly stumbles into a light fixture that's hanging from the ceiling. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm that tall and I would not hit that light fixture. Lies. This movie is pure Hollywood fantasy. Have you ever hit a light fixture, Chuck? No. No? Not even like a real low hanging. (laughs) Not even arm outstretched. I couldn't hit it with my (laughs) on my tippy toes, I couldn't hit it. I've seen some people's I've seen some people's like dining room table chandeliers where it's like you would you like the light like a foot off your table? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is this? (laughs) So anyway, that's that's my fun Jerry Maguire observation. Um, so then I went on to the next movie in his filmography that I hadn't seen, which is The Last Samurai. Mm. Um, and really all I... So that's an Edward Zwick movie, which he made Glory, and I think Glory is probably one of my top three favorite movies of all time. So I was surprised I hadn't seen this. Uh, it's okay. It's <laughs> fine. It's It's... It's entertaining and watchable and fine and not what you think it is. It's not like, oh, he is the last samurai that's demeaning towards the actual samurais. It that's not what the title means. That's not what that's not what it is. Um But it's just it's just so familiar. It's just guy gets taken prisoner and learns the ways of his captors and then decides he likes them more and fights with them instead. Man, why that's didn't it, I really. why didn't I remember that movie? I I could have avoided going to anime (laughs) 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 but hey i found i found some anime i like but yeah i forgot about last samurai 
yeah it's i mean you know it's it's entertaining and it's 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 a pretty movie even though it has that weird early 2000s let me tell you okay the real problem with the last samurai is that they were like well we'll just cg this up we'll make it look like the crowds are bigger and it's just like oh god the you just animated a bunch of nonsense and Mm -hmm. wanted me to believe that's people that's not people i don't know what the (laughs) hell you think that is that's like the same dude on a horse cut and paste like 18 times it's it's real bad cg was real bad in that movie um but yeah last samurai is fine it it's there's not a lot of Tom Cruise running in it, so I don't really give it a lot of high marks. Uh, man, I literally sh- I shouted at the screen when he started running in Jerry Maguire. I was like, he's running! <laughs> well, he, he was trying to be a samurai. He wasn't running. Ronin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah. Good right. job. Good, nice work. He done Ronin. <laughs> he done Ronin. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about The Last Samurai. It was just, you know, it's kind of the, one of those movies that just plays out and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, sure. <laughs> so, that's all I got. The, the, I've got two left. I didn't get to them, so. Oh, Harlow's gone. What happened? I don't know. He left. So, I'm trying to find where to find the director's cut of Almost Famous. But it seems Pretty like sh- you can only basically buy or rent the regular cut wasn't there one dvd i think i had it way back when but that's long been sold off or it's sitting in that box that's at harlow's <laughs> of all the dvds that i never got rid of oh yeah the bootleg edition bootleg cut yeah that is what they called it isn't it mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's that's the problem with our all streaming future mm-hmm. unfortunately is We've basically uh, done away with special features. There is a Blu-ray of it, but it is out of print. Yeah. And I don't care that much. Oh, wait, no. Here's one. The bootleg cut. 15 bucks. Mm. On Amazon. Mm. So, yeah, it's out there. All right. Everything all right? Sorry. Drink went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> oh, no. You look like you almost died. <clears throat> No, just chokey. I'm alright. I did watch a movie called The Choke. Really? Yeah. Was it related to The Slap? Speaking of choking. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I specifically looked up The Slap on Peacock when it came out. I was like, oh man, I'm going to watch The Slap. And uh, it's not on there. Oh no. <laughs> Look at this revisionist history trying to get rid of The Slap. <laughs> They've erased The Slap. I love the uh, that Australian parody. You ever see it? Of that? Oh, I think it was a YouTube video. It's just it's like a recreation of oh, a barbecue yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and it's just like everyone it just starts slapping everyone, <laughs> like the dog, yeah. the kids. <laughs> it's yeah, so good. It's so good. Well, wasn't the slap originally an Australian miniseries or whatever? Well, I think the they... incident was, but I think oh. didn't they make it here? Or I don't know. Oh yeah, they made I, it th- here. I think ours was a remake oh, of a okay. like yeah, a it was Australian like show. Zachary Quinto and I think Tandy Newton was in it too. It's like yeah, they, they got actual actors to do the slap, the slap. <laughs> where did where did Tandy Newton go for like ten years though? Like I swear I didn't see her any, for anything for like ten years. I mean, yeah, like, she was in Riddick and then she like showed up again. Yeah, I was like, just, what was it? Riddick and Trouble with Charlie, and then it was like gone. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she was on a TV show at some point that I just wasn't, you know, back in the days when there was like USA shows for ran for 15 seasons and you never heard of yeah, them. Yeah, Zolian Isles. <laughs> there was like some crackle show she was on, actually. Yeah, I just. I and mean, then she and then she like literally just like walked off and was like, hey, they cast me in Westwood, so I'll see you. So they killed off her character, like, in the worst possible way they could kill her off. Anyway. She, well. Just what? a long break? Or... No. Well, she. It's... Look like you're deciding what to say. <laughs> this, film, this filmography is weird. It's like, okay, after Riddick, it was Crash, and then The Pursuit of Happiness, and then Norbit, and then Rock and Rolla, and then W, and then she was in 14 episodes of ER, and then she was in that 2012 movie. Was she? Okay. I mean, there was so much going she, on. I don't, I don't and remember. then she was in a Tyler Perry movie. And then eight episodes of The Slap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Slap. So weird. What that was her was, big comeback. What year the was Slap? Riddick? 2005. 2004. Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. That's newer than I thought it was. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because I feel like Pitch Black was like 2000 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yep. And then Riddick was, what, 2013 now? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Such a weird series that they yeah. should have done more with. But I mean, I'm just, I think I'm just like, please take any series that takes Ben Diesel away from Fast and Furious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, make more Riddick. Like, I, I will watch plenty more Triple X's. I, I love the third one. Like I love the yeah. the over the topness of the third one. If they want to make more like that, and it's a you know low rent Fast and Furious. I'm all about it. If it gets him out of Fast and Furious. Anyway. Mm. So what was uh, the choke, Chuck? Yeah, what is the choke? Oh, it's just a shitty horror movie. Okay. Aw, is that the it's name the, of the killer? The choke. No, it's, it's the name of the band. Hmm. Oh, it's, it's about a band called the Choke. That's a bad band name. It's, it's dumb. Yeah, everything about it's bad. I'm not even gonna. I'm cutting all of this anyway. Ah, what of our hot ha- Tandy Newton talk? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll work t- that in somehow. It's Tandy talk. Yeah. Wait, please welcome my Tandy talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. We're gonna we're gonna write to you on our chicklet computers and. <laughs> I'm you, can, you, can, you can play "I Want Candy" in the background, and we'll just say Tandy every time that it's a candy in the song. Uh, it'll be great it'll be a new feature i i guarantee you there's a radio shack color computer fanzine out there called i want tandy <laughs> <laughs> oh man it, it was 16 color you know it was a big yeah, deal uh-huh. <laughs> i'm realized i never saw the movie choke either like the palianuk adaptation with sam rockwell you i never to... did either yeah for for all the times i i read Polynick books back in the yeah. day Paula Nick. I, that's one of those names. I hate saying his name. It's, just, it's Paula it's, Nick. Yeah, that's, I know. It's just yeah. two names. It's not I think I think it's like uh, uh, Joe Manglin. Mangli, I don't know. Like, I want to like add fifteen more syllables mm-hmm. to it that don't exist. When I mean, it's just Manganella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still think Survivor could have been an amazing movie from that book, but that it's just time has passed for that. Yeah, I think Choke actually might be. You know, it, weirdly taking it back to last week's conversation. I think somewhere in some box or maybe stuck in a book, I may have choke on DVD from a net in a Netflix sleeve that I forgot to return. <laughs> Cause I think like it was one of those, like, I was like, Oh fuck, I lost the disc and just did the, I shit, I lost the disc charge me or whatever. 
and then found it. And then it was like, all right, well, I guess I own Choke now, <laughs> but never watched okay. it. Really stupid, weird thing. Mm-hmm. Calling back to last week, Starship Troopers first DVD I ever got. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Choke was the last DVD I ever got. It's because yeah, it sat yeah, on my yeah. little entertainment center for like four months. And I was like, I've just paid like $9 a month to have this sit here. I'm wondering and that if was I'm, right around the time the streaming started too, if I'm not mistaken. I'm wondering if I'm misremembering this. Perhaps I had your Netflix copy for a while because you were like, I, I just been hanging out of this. I'm going to watch it. Maybe. Yeah. You know, that I'm could saying, be it. But I know I had that. Yeah. Like that was the movie that I had for months and just yeah. eventually just sent it back and said, cancel my shit. I know somewhere. Unless, unless I was just like, you know, moving or unless you out. still have it. Well, I, that's what I mean. I may, I may have been moving or cleaning and just been like, ah, fuck, what am I going to do this and like, throw it away? But somewhere is a one of those, you know, whatever funky sleeves we were talking about with. Yeah. Typing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we know the first and the last Netflix movie I ever received on disc. Hmm. Amazing. It's just a journey through time, Chuck. <laughs> Back in my childhood of 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have one last little bit of ranting and it's more that I want to rant slash see if anyone else is having this because I, you know, I'm, I'm mostly platform agnostic. I'm putting that out there because people, that's another thing people like to freak the fuck out about, but I'm curious if anyone is using an Apple TV, is their TV app the fucking worst thing at remembering shows you've been watching and your, your, I mean, I think it might be the worst fucking thing ever. Like it's bad. I, like I've had so many shows that, you know, like I don't care how many times I've gone on Hulu and like said, don't autoplay shit, you know, especially like I, I, I at one point on Hulu had a setting where it's like autoplay the next episode. Don't autoplay another fucking show, you know, like right. if you're at the end of a, of a thing or the newest episode, but it's back to doing that now. So like whatever show it recommends, we'll just like start playing if I'm not there to hit the button immediately. And then it's like trying to get it to go away from the TV remember that I watch it section is like pulling fucking teeth. <laughs> like it's, it's bad. Like I've had so many movies and things that I've watched to completion and then it will pop back up and it's like, continue watching three quarters of the way through. I'm like, I fucking finished it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. it's, and it's not exclusively like other apps either. It's like their own iTunes movies are shit at it too. Like really yep. bad. Like I, hmm. I, I don't know. Like generally I, I'm, I, I'm increasingly disappointed with the apple tv like it is like the the frustrations are starting to mount to a point where i'm just like you know what i don't think this device is worth it i mean other than that like the device itself i mean they're gonna it's a it's a co-problem that they're you know both pointing fingers at but it sucks that it doesn't do 4k youtube right now but that's mm-hmm. because youtube like as soon as they put the tv out we're like we change codecs and they're like, we fucking hard coded it into the machine. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and so like that was just YouTube kind of being a dick as per usual to mm-hmm. everyone, not just other big corporations. But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's like I, I, I'm again, I'm generally platform agnostic. But like to me, it's kind of the one device you can buy because at this point, I think like everything is on there except for maybe like Play Store stuff. But with movies anywhere, that should be on any of the other apps. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I mean. Because anything else, it's like, oh, but you got everything but iTunes, and that's kind of a big one. Like, I, and I don't know. Like, I need to know. Does, someone does that, it have Spotify it now? Does. Yeah, because I know they didn't have Spotify for a while. Yeah, no, they, it's it's there's a app for it now. Okay, I'm saying like it, it's you know all the other ones are like going to omit omit some big names that they're just not going to play with. But 
I've always just like been waiting for like one box where it's like, fuck, just give me the thing that can, you know, access all the fucking services. <laughs> doesn't care. Like, I mean, yeah, don't it, someone put out a box that doesn't have their own storefront. Yeah. Because then that's where the problems come in is like, well, we sell our own movies, so we don't want to deal with it. No, just give me a box that puts all the shit. Like, I think at some point Plex is going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Plex just seems to be throwing everything at people. And I think they're just going to be like, hey, all the maps, you can just run them. Well, I'm pretty Plex. sure it's the, the Plex just dumped a bunch of supposed channels, but aren't they just all the Peacock shit? Like, is, it, is Peacock just open source? Because, I mean, it's like, I feel like that's all they offered is like... Oh look, we have an unsolved mysteries channel and a Bob Browse channel. I'm like, those are all the things that are on Peacock. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if some of that. I, I know some of that stuff is an overlap. I'm not yeah. sure if all of it is. I don't know. It's probably like that Pluto and Tubi. <laughs> just like, hey, you got all these TV yeah. shows, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird because I just it it sucks because you know building the box and selling the box shouldn't be your thing. Like I know people, you want people to buy things from your store. But do that by making it the better experience. Like, give people the choice. You know, I mean, it's sort of like, I, I honestly can't believe we're, we're here again and it's never going to come back around. But, like, remember back in, what, 96 or so when people were like, you bundled Internet Explorer with Windows? Fuck yourself. That's a monopoly. And it's just like, mm, yep. like <laughs> what? Like, how is yeah. someone going to download a browser? Are you going to, like, send mm-hmm. them Netscape on a CD, you fucking dickholes? Like, you know, you got to have some <laughs> starting point. But... You know, people can then download whatever fucking browser they want. And, you know, Windows is just like, hey, buy our shit or don't. But it's all on there. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's the thing is, like, I think they're finally coming around to, like, maybe if we make the Windows store good and cross, you know, cross device and things like that, people will just start buying shit here. And that's the thing is, like, don't don't walled garden it. Just like, here's a box, but our store's better. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Whatever. Nah. 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 I was saying, nah. for a while there, like, when, when they got Amazon and things like that, I was like, Apple TV might be the one that can play just about all the major services now, unfortunately. You know, because I know there's a lot of people that just fucking hate Apple no matter what they do. But, like, I'm, you know, I want Roku to be able to get the other things. And, I, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. Now that, like, there's an Apple TV app, I don't know if that, like, lets you get at your iTunes library or not, or if it's just for streaming their Apple TV channels. Like, I honestly mm-hmm. haven't booted that up. And, like I said, I'm kind of curious to as to the listeners like what what are you streaming on do you find any services that you can't play like you know restrictiveness of like that i mean i'm not even getting into region lock shit <laughs> i'm just saying like no. what's your what's your player of choice and what do you wish what app do you wish it had yeah i mean i have an nvidia shield which runs an android tv mm-hmm. and my problem is it keeps rearranging the channels on it like basically the apps where you're you know you're scrolling through and you got your youtube tv and you got spotify and you got hulu and voodoo and it'll just like and it used to be the worst when playstation view existed it would just be like we don't have any previews so we're just removing that from your front page and i was like (laughs) this is the app we use 95 percent of the time we're using this machine like Like Android TV is really, really stupid in that regard, where it's just like, no, this stuff doesn't need to be on the main page. So we took it off and it's like, no, that's what I use every single time. You know, it's I don't get it. But yeah, the only thing that's missing is Apple TV. Yeah. And like I said, I think there might be an an app for it now, but I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, because it's popping up on like smart TVs and shit. And if it's Mm -hmm. not there now, it might be coming. But I'm curious. And I guess I can do this myself because I think my LG TV has the 
Apple TV app. And yeah. I'm curious if like, you know, is it just so you can watch their streaming shit or is it like, oh no, here's your iTunes library that you can yeah. get at too. You know? That'd be but, nice. Yeah. And like I said, I don't even care if you can buy on the device. You know, that's nice that Apple finally let you buy a movie from Amazon or somewhere without going to another device. But I honestly don't give yeah. a shit. Like that's not, I have a phone, you know, like I can, yeah. I can buy whatever on whatever. That's not, I just want a library there. Like when I go to my TV, it's, I don't want to buy and search like the whole like web TV promises. I don't give a shit. Like TV is for showing me movies and television shows, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, playing video games. I don't want to like do things I can do easier on a phone or computer <laughs> with it. So, Yep. Yeah. Anyway. That's a weird long rambling thing. But if you have an opinion on streaming devices, you could write us at BMF at BMFcast.com. That's two ats, but don't only use the second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they could call us. Yeah. 9105 Jax BMF. 9105569263. They can awaken the Garfield phone. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. just BMFcast.com. There's all the various and assorted sites are on the sidebar. We also have Twitter, Facebook, all those nightmare mm-hmm. hellscapes we mentioned earlier. But yeah. we're on there on uh, all of them, so interact however you want also the coolest thing you can do is besides sending us voicemails and stuff like that is jump in our discord we're, we're there most days mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah yeah during the working american east coast time zone yeah uh, <laughs> it's, it's how we avoid doing work sometimes and sometimes off hours too but you know yeah yeah there's one thing even cooler than that hmm? oh there's one thing even cooler bmfcast you... <laughs> patreon.com slash bmfcast oh wow i yeah, I have been one upped. <laughs> get get bonus podcasts, exclusive stuff. Uh, yep. Voting is back open for uh, Bamcast Extra. Yes, breaking news. Yeah, the polls are back. Oh boy, they're going to pick some good ones for you, Ooh. aren't they? <laughs> Man, they, yeah. They, like, seen... listen to the excitement these men have. No, I just, I know, I meant like you were throwing that out there, like you're waiting for a crowd response, and I'm like, <laughs> it's the internet, bro. <laughs> like, mm, I'll dub it in. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's very exciting. No, there's there's, there's 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 a guy listening to the podcast right now who's doing the Leo point at the screen thing, like mm-hmm. the voting. I'm gonna vote. It's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> there it is, the vote. I see the more I'm back like, in. I see the more like the Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty gif of just <laughs> vote, 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 vote. Yeah. Except that's not true. We don't get that many. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Please. You you yeah. can vote for as many titles as you want. Yeah, no you can vote for to... all five and just fuck democracy if sure, you want yeah. to. I mean, that's it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe it, it does fuck, fuck democracy because that just means we pick one, and you know, hey, then we're back to the oligarchy that Chuck and I enjoy. Maybe mm-hmm. you just like seeing the numbers go up. Yeah, yeah. it could be just like Doctor Who, our other our other podcast, uh-huh. where uh, they always say, "Hey, Amy, why don't you pick where we're going?" And then the Doctor goes, "All right, I picked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Every the time. it's it's the illusion of control. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, that's all you need. We're gonna let Amy pick. No, Doctor already picked. Never mind. Yeah, no, so ours, uh, like, get, fuck, there's vampires here. What did we do wrong? Yeah, well, you didn't let Amy pick. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, give us a dollar for the privilege of uh, doing that for you. Yeah. Sure. Well, and the early access to the episodes. Absolutely. I, I don't yeah, like it's your, like six months ahead. So yeah. I'm yeah. still not a fan of your tying us bringing voting back to a, a fee. <laughs> there's just something not quite right about that. Come, oh, poll tax. Come on. No, no. Give us money for the content. The The voting is is a, is a right. Whatever. <laughs> that it's you don't right have unless you give us money. money. But, but I mean, yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not a perfect system. All right. <laughs> it's 
best we could do, man. Yeah, There's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's yeah, get we need out to here. get out of here. All right, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Vamcast out. Mother variety hour. <laughs> Yay, variety hour. Fifteen. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.